0: podcast i'm caleb
1: and i am jonathan
0: and we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life uh this week on the podcast we got a couple new things to talk about in funko focus um and the new collector core box for marvel uh the theme just got released and then rose has some funko ween that we're going to talk about uh nothing new for Blu-rays, just a lot of older movies or re-releases. Yep. Um and then for our Through the Wall segment, we're both going to be talking about the Eternals trailer. And then for this week's headliner, uh we will be breaking down Promising Young Woman. It's going to be fr- yeah, freaking epic. Hell yes. Yeah, so, without further ado, let's get into it.
2: Every day, we're surrounded by media. Books, movies, art, music, games, apps, podcasts, etc., etc. With this constant bombardment, it's easy to miss great media gems in the chaos. But fret not, you've come to the right place, my friend. I'm Jason, and I love media. I invite you to check out the Mixed Media Forest podcast, the podcast where I trudge through the forests of media to find hidden gems for you, the listener. Every episode of Mixed Media Forest is chock full of fun, reviews, nostalgia, positivity, news, rants, stories, and recommendations about all things media. Again, that's the Mixed Media Forest podcast, created on Anchor Podcasting app and available everywhere fine podcasts can be found. Give it a listen. It's what all the cool kids are doing.
0: All first up in Funko Focus, um, I'll talk about mine first just because there's not a whole lot to say about it. Um, so the Marvel collector core box, which is available on Amazon, if you guys want to go get it, uh, the newest theme is the, uh, is what if, and I'm super excited. It looks like it's going to be based off the show, not like some comic because it has like the same logo for
1: the show and everything. I just don't know which like figures I would actually want them to do. Probably Peggy Hill as Captain America. I feel you definitely gotta do that one. That's the
0: one I'm I'm hoping gets released from this.
1: And then I'll bet you they do T'Challa as Star Lord. That's probably another one that they'll do. Yeah,
0: well that's the only two that I can think of that would be that like, would be drastically different. Like we have I don't even know like Actually, there was a few um, leaked images released for for the What If series, like concept arts, and I'm wondering if they're going to go based off any of those. Um, so, like, did you see them? I did not. So they had like a dark Doctor Strange. Uh, they also had a Gamora in Thanos armor.
1: Okay, that's pretty dope.
0: Yeah. And work. then uh they had like a Party Thor or what they they're calling Party Thor and then Tchalla, Star Lord and then Peggy. And then there was one other, I forget which one. But I I would I'm hoping number 1, the number 1 one figure that I want is uh Peggy or Captain Peggy.
1: That's absolutely fair.
0: And then I would rather have Thanos Armor Gamora than T'Challa Star-Lord.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. I can understand that.
0: Yeah, but I I, so I think this is the I want to say July box that's coming out. The there should be a box coming out this month or it should have come out already i think or it's getting shipped out in june in that case that the box would be for or the what if box would be for august um the the most recent box that's been released has been the year of the shield and that one comes with a comic book accurate nomad uh steve rogers nomad oh, okay And a World War II Captain America. Hmm. Are you still
1: subscribed to the Marvel box?
0: I am not sure. (laughs) (laughs) So I got the the Deadpool box. Yeah. But I didn't want the Deadpool box. Okay. So I don't know if I'm still subscribed or not. Okay. I kind of hope I am because I told brielle i'm like okay the next the next two or the next box at least is one that i want so don't do anything (laughs) so i don't know if they're what they're doing Uh, okay so hopefully i'm hoping i get that box because those are two or at least the the world war ii captain america i want i'm probably going to get rid of the nomad just because i don't really care for the nomad (laughs) no i get you um but yeah, if I would definitely keep Captain Peggy, and I'd be on the fence with keeping the, the second one, depending on what it is.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: Yeah. Um, but that's all I got to say on that. So if you guys like those collector core boxes, uh, this is your best opportunity to get one that is probably going to end up being pretty cool.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've never owned a collector core box, so I don't know. I mean, they're cool. I just, I don't know. To me, I wouldn't spend the money on it. I don't mean that in a mean way. No, this is, I, this I, is I not absolutely me. understand that. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, Rose, what is your Funko focus this week? My Funko focus has to do with a serial killer. Everybody think. <laughs> That's a great way to lead into it, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> so for uh, one of the Funko Ween uh, announcements that Funko has done, they announced a shit ton of Michael Myers pops. And of course, even though I'm out of the game, I got to talk about these bitches. <laughs> um, <laughs> um. So first up, because Funko loves me so much, they're doing uh, a, a 10-inch Michael Myers, one that is uh, one that is just regular, and then one that is bloodied. Uh, the bloodied one is going to be a specialty series, so you can find it at like, comic book shops and stuff like that. But then just the regular one is going to be a common. And then they are doing one where it's just him standing with uh, the knife to his... Uh, he's kind of like... I don't know. The knife is to his side. But instead of it like being uh, like flipped over, like the blade is out in front of him, um, I'm really doing a horrible way of explaining this. Um, but just like the 10 inch one, uh, the bloodied one is an exclusive, and that is an Amazon exclusive. And then uh, they'll be doing actually a restock of the uh, previous bloodied Michael Myers, which was the Fye exclusive one. Uh, I don't know when that restock's happening, but it says that they're going to be doing a restock of that. Um, I told Caleb that I might might have to cave and get a 10-inch Michael Myers just because, you know, it's Michael Myers. Um, That's just the worst, isn't it? (laughs) It is. (laughs) Uh, What I find interesting, I don't know, maybe it's just because I feel Michael Myers is really hard to do as a Funko Pop. I mean, I feel that they're doing the best that they can, but it's still not perfect in my eyes. Um, and it's just because the big black eyes do not work for Michael. Like, I know, like, they say, like, oh, you know, he had the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. But, like, <laughs> like they say, oh, yeah, this is from the original Halloween. No, these uh, at least the 10-inch ones still look like they're from Halloween H2O, considering that's the one where you can see Michael's eyes the most. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like you could make the
0: improvement if you wanted to t- take it out of box. But I know how you're super stingy about that. Oh, but I'm taking
1: could... the. Oh, I'm taking a ten inch Michael Myers out of box. He's coming yeah. out.
0: So if you take it out of box, you could just paint the eyes.
1: That's a very good point. It wouldn't be that hard.
0: No, it wouldn't. And I don't think like if you painted everything I don't think it would the the eyes would stick out too much personally I would probably go in and try and like sand it down sand it smooth and then paint it okay um but again you you run the risk of over sanding and possibly effing up the figure (laughs) yeah which frightens me yeah, so I think you could definitely get away with just doing the um, the paint if you wanted to. Okay.
1: I find it interesting, I don't know if you noticed, um, with these two different uh, sets of Michael Myers pops, the one that isn't like the 10-inch one, his eyebrows are a lot more dominant, and his hair is longer. I... Did notice that
0: I was trying to okay. figure out what was different about them, but yeah, that was one thing that stood out
1: to me too. Which is not like th- that's kind of why I like the ten-inch ones better because like it's kind of just like a blank face, which is how Michael Myers should be. I don't the eyebrows should never be that dominant on a uh, Myers mask.
0: Yeah, well. It's Funko at the same time, so you can't really ask for too much.
1: <laughs> good point. You got a good point there. I mean, yeah. I'm spending thirty bucks. Can I ask for at least a decent amount? <laughs> Apparently not. When it comes to Funko, oh, that's some bullshit. <laughs> that's some straight up bullshit. <laughs> um, but yeah that that's really all I have to say. They're cool. The 10-inch ones, I feel, are a lot cooler just because they actually, I feel, look like Michael Myers more, but <laughs> that's just me. Um, so yeah, I will probably be coming out of the Funko game just for this one pop, because I need me I need me a 10-inch Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to get the I'm bloody out. one, they though. keep pulling me back in. <laughs> exactly. The question is, though, do I want the bloody one or just the regular one? I am going to
0: scour every comic book shop that I could find out here to get you the bloodied one.
1: Okay. I appreciate that. And and worst case
0: scenario, like if I, uh, well, worst case scenario, I don't find it and you still end up getting the other 10 inch. Yeah. Best case scenario, you get both of them and you have two Michael Myers 10 inch figures. Fair enough.
1: Then we all, we, we all, we, the, 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 the. we all win in each scenario yep <laughs> exactly i like it
0: oh anyway um i think that's all we got in funko focus unless you have anything else to to add uh nope no i got nothing cool all right moving on over to through the wall we have a f- we finally have an official trailer for the Eternals. And this looks like
1: it's going to be so cool. It honestly does. I did not think that I was going to be on board with the Eternals. Um may I I thought it would take me take a little bit more convincing. But yeah, considering this is just the teaser trailer, I'm I'm already sold. I'm stoked for this movie. Um I love that. Literally, if you go to every single tra- uh, every single like YouTube channel, this trailer is posted on. the The number one comment is uh, Thanos wiped out half the universe, and these people are just now showing up. <laughs> Where the hell were they,
0: <laughs> dude? Straight up, like I was wondering, what the hell? Like, are <laughs> they talking about like, oh, we've never interfered, and now it's time. Like, bitch, you're a day late and a dollar short.
1: <laughs> well, my question is, when does the... Wait, no, never mind. I can't say because I was going to say, wait, when does this take place? But no, uh, one of them actually asked, so now that Tony and Cap are gone, who's going to lead the Avengers? So never mind. Yeah, they, they have no excuse. Yeah. Dude, what throws me off a little bit, why did
0: did that... Or oh, so, I think that character's name is Sprite. Why, Why did Why did she call Him Captain Rogers Like that just seemed like An odd combination like we've heard Cap we've heard Captain America We've heard Steve Steve Rogers Whatever I've like very Very rarely did we
1: ever hear Captain Rogers The last time I remember hearing Captain Rogers Is when Vision said it in Civil War Did he? Yeah, I remember when uh they're at the airport and he draws the line with his uh with oh. the stone. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. That's the last time I remember anyone using Captain Rogers.
0: Yeah, it just seems so formal. Like at least for
1: someone like outside of the Avengers. Yeah. Well I guess, I guess that confirms Sprite is the uh most what what was the word you used? Uh formal <laughs> She's the most formal of the Eternals. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it just it just seemed like an odd
0: way of saying it to me.
1: No, no, I can, I, can, I can agree with that.
0: Yeah, like, not saying I hated it or anything. It was just odd. And I liked that everyone was freaking given... What's his name? Not Icarus. Um,
1: yeah, is just, it Icarus? Uh, I'm pretty pretty sure I it's Icarus. Pull, I gotta bring up all these characters, because, like, there's so many... They got some interesting names. Like let let's face it, yeah. Um,
0: I'm pretty sure I, I want to say it's Icarus. I think uh, you're
1: right. Was that Richard Madden? Yes. Yep. Yeah, that was
0: Icarus. Yeah. So he was saying that he was going to lead the Avengers, and a. So he, from what I've read, like I don't know too much about the Eternals, but I did read like a brief summary. On the character, someone posted a tweet about it and it was like super helpful. But Icarus is kind of the unofficial leader of the Eternals.
1: Oh, I thought it w- would have been a uh, Salma Hayek's character. That was the. She's more of like, again, this is just
0: from what I read. Like, I could be absolutely wrong with this. But from what I read, she's more of their spiritual guide okay and their healer
1: interesting okay
0: Hmm. yeah All it, right. i'm so, i'm so excited cuz it's just like i know nothing about these characters the only thing about this trailer as a marvel fan i'm so excited just because new characters i'm yeah. afraid that with with this new property I'm not 100% certain that this was the best trailer to release.
1: <laughs> that's fair, considering it hardly gives you anything. Yeah, it's it doesn't just explain like, okay. anything.
0: Like, if you didn't even see Marvel, like it'd be hard to like even associate this with the MCU. It's true. That's, that's a very good point. And I don't know if whose fault that is. (laughs) But, yeah, it's just like, the common person I don't think knows too much about the Eternals or understands why they should give a shit about the Eternals. It's just like, oh, these randos that just suddenly appeared out of nowhere. Yeah. (laughs) I hope they do some explanation because the Eternals are kind of, I think from what they said is like the cousin of Thanos Oh really? Yeah, oh. cuz I think, let me see. Like I'm going to look it up real quick. Oh, okay. So Thanos is a son of an Eternal. Which one? Not not any of these ones. So the Eternals oh. is like a race. Oh, uh, okay. Um distant cousin of th- the uh, the Eternals, the ones that are going to be in here. Okay. So, yeah. So Thanos has eternal DNA. Just from what I'm reading here. Interesting. I'm looking up some other things. Sorry. No, you're good, man. Super sidetracked. Um, so someone was explain, kind of explained why they, uh, they didn't. Why they didn't help
1: during like, all this
0: shit. So it was a fan that explained it. They said that in the trailer, most of what they showed were flashbacks. So pre Thanos times, I'll say. Okay. And in the present day the Eternals don't remember their gods. They get awakened in this movie when a deviant threatens Earth. Okay. Yeah. So, apparently they go into like a long sleep.
1: Okay, interesting. I'm going to go to the uh, quick page.
0: Oh, Never mind. Nothing about this is going to be quick.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, that that's a oh. long ass article. Never mind. <laughs> We're, we would be doing a deep dive for a
1: really long time. Oh man! So, well, When we get when we get like like a second trailer, maybe we'll do a deeper dive. We'll actually, one of us will actually read that.
0: Yeah. Maybe we'll do like a pre-Eternals breakdown. <laughs> I'm
1: down. This is supposed to come out in November,
0: right? Uh, good question. November 5th, 2021. Awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's going to be freaking awesome. So excited. And the tone of this feels so different from any of the other Marvel films. Which I actually really, really appreciate. I do, too. Like, I, f- I love, like, all of this stuff that we've seen, it feels like they're taking this property very seriously.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: And as a fan, I appreciate the hell out of that. I don't like when they try and make uh, different properties like a joke. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you me either.
0: Like... Honestly, I feel like the only one that they've even kind of done that with, but they did it with such... (sighs) With kind of like a heavy hand of Marvel being like, hey, don't ruin this, was Ant-Man.
1: Yeah, that's a good point.
0: Ant-Man, I feel, could have been a little bit campy, but it worked because of who they made the character out to be. With this, this feels very like. Big and dramatic. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like it's going to be very funny. Which I
1: feel definitely works in the
0: Eternals' favor. Oh, yeah. Um, and we're going to... I feel like we're going to get a lot of shit in this. Like, we're going to be introduced to the Eternals. We're going to be introduced to the Black Knight.
1: That's going oh, to be awesome. Oh, yeah. Awesome. That is going to be super dope.
0: Yeah. I hope we get to see, like... Because this is something that travels through... Through time. This is supposed to travel through a thousand years. And I'm hoping that we get, like, different iterations of the Black Knight. That'd be freaking awesome. (laughs) But I don't know too much about the Black Knight either. So... I mean, I know Jack's shit, so you know more than me. Yeah. So, anyway, 1 out of 10 with this. What are you thinking? I'm solid 9. I am too. I'm actually... I might be a little bit lower. I'm like an... I might be in an 8. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um. I'm still... I'm really excited. Excited for the new property. It's just... The only thing that I'm even a little hesitant about is we don't know who these characters are. Yeah. And I feel like just based off this trailer alone,
1: I think they could have done a little bit better of an introduction. Okay. In your opinion, are you more so excited for this or Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi. Oh, (laughs) you bastard. I'm more excited (laughs) for (laughs) Shang-Chi. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm the opposite. I'm more excited for Eternals. I'm excited for Shang-Chi just because I
0: like I want I want Marvel like this is the perfect movie for Marvel to fix their biggest issue that I have with their movies and that's that? choppy fight scenes.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a very good point.
0: If if they can do a, a solid kung fu movie that's it. Like it's just at, at, from that point on, I'm going to be like Marvel: you have no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a good point there. So I think this whole thing is just going to be more of an accountability thing.
1: <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough.
0: Like, have you seen that Rick and Morty episode, the Show Us What You Got? <laughs> I have not. Ah, oh, for those for those listeners that understand what I'm I'm talking about, like you get it. <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, I'm I'm pretty excited. I'm just I'm super pumped to see a new property. Yeah, you and me both. Anyway, um anything else you want to add? Um uh, no. I think
1: that I uh, think that's it
0: righty. Well, with that, I believe we can move on to this week's headliner where we break down the Oscar winning movie. Winning, yep, Oscar uh, winning. Yes. The Oscar winning movie Promising Young Woman. Young woman. Unfortunately, we did not post a question of the week this week.
1: <laughs> um, I've actually—I really doing... know. Oh, sorry, go. Ahead. Do well, no. What were you saying? I was gonna say I don't know what you really could post with this movie. I know <laughs> <laughs> that was something really I struggled hard with a lot. This because you don't want to step on anybody's toes here.
0: Yeah, cuz it's just like, hey, go overboard. Share a story where you are a misogynist. <laughs> oh. Or just something like that. It's just Yeah. No. no. Like I think we'll just leave it at yeah. breaking this movie down. Yeah. It's hard to do with these more seriously themed movies. Yeah. So, I don't know what else to do other than just be like, hey, did you like it? (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's really all you can do, honestly. Yeah.
0: But I've also been experimenting with some different apps. So, maybe we can get some, like, automatic posting done. Just because I like to sit and get everything done in, like, one hit. Yeah. So, if if I can get the posting like programmed in and just so I can like get everything done. Cause it's like, for one, I don't have service at my job anymore. So it's super hard to post anything. Yeah. That really sucks. Yeah. Like I have, I have enough, um, of a connection to have, to be, uh, or to
1: play, music on Spotify.
0: Yeah. But that's
1: it. You don't have, like... Oh, you don't download music on Spotify?
0: No. Oh. I I keep everything... Like, I have a lot of my music cached. Oh, okay. So, I can play it when I'm not online. Kind of. Just depends on the day. Okay. But I have enough of a connection to play, like, different playlists or what, whatever... Um, it's all, it's just really slow when it changes songs. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. But it also sucks cause I'm like, I'm being trained right now. So I can't like, cause what I'm wanting to do is bring, I, way back when, uh, we went to go see Venom. We had enough points to buy something on the Cinemark app and we got a Bluetooth, water bottle okay and so i want to bring the because the the bluetooth speaker is in the water bottle lid that's awesome so i want to bring the lid to work with me because the speaker is actually pretty baller sure. um but i'm trying to see if i can if i can do it at work because I do get left alone enough when I'm given a big job to listen to stuff. Yeah, it's just not quite there yet. So I'm hope with a little bit more time, I can I can make that happen.
1: You don't like? Do you not? Do you have like wireless uh, earbuds at all? I do, but they're uh, we're not allowed to wear them. That's gay.
0: Yeah, freaking stupid. Um. Yeah, we have, like, ear protectors that we have to wear. And I'm like, okay, uh, what about my earbuds? They're noise-canceling. And they're just like, yeah, no, they don't like those. And I'm like, that's stupid. But I've seen is. other people wear stuff, and I'm like, that's bullshit.
1: That's extreme bullshit.
0: Yeah, so I'm, I'm I'm trying to find a workaround right now. Because I'm so freaking behind on my podcasts. It's not even oh, shit. funny. <laughs> like... I've listened to Untrained Eye, and I've listened to Crash and Taz's Movie Cellar, and then I've caught, like, bits and pieces of other podcasts I listen to. Like, I have so many unfinished. (laughs) Shit. The only ones I've been able to finish are those two. And that, it sucks because I have to, I listen to, I listen to them in the mornings when I'm driving to work and on my way back home okay um both trips are about 25 minutes but since their hour or their episodes are like way longer than that I takes I, you a couple days no I, I start listening I started listening to them at the one and a half speed
1: oh okay
0: and so like a two like an hour episode becomes like 45 minutes okay and so yeah it takes me it still takes me a couple days to finish it because <laughs> like with Vic, some of, or and Untrained Eye, their episodes are like hour, hour and a half, and so I, I'm like, I need to knock these down because I can't spend like four days listening to the show, like because I'll, it's <laughs> it feels so bad because I'll hear a joke on like, like I'll start I'll start the like I'm just going to use Untrained Eye as an example. I, I'll hear a joke about something on Tuesdays and then another joke on like Thursday when I'm wrapping the episode up and I'm like oh that thing was really funny from Tuesday or I'll just completely forget the joke altogether and I'm like wait what the hell are they talking about and then I'll be (laughs) like it'll click while I'm at work and be like oh they're referencing this it was a callback
1: (laughs) oh (laughs) oh shit but, ugh,
0: it sucks. And I want to listen to my podcast at a normal speed, by myself, but I'm working on it. I uh, hope you can get it going. Yeah. Anyway, um, Promising a Woman, Breakdown.
1: <laughs> this one was I not I thought it turned into- Do what? I thought it was turning into your work breakdown. Yeah, I know, right?
0: <laughs> um, So this movie was recommended to us that we watch from Failing Hollywood. Um, so, yeah, this wasn't originally on our list of movies. It actually, I think it was earlier this month, but we realized, oh, we can't watch it this month because it wasn't on streaming and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So we did Ray instead, and like you know the story. But anyway, we we rented it, watched it, loved it. And you guys are about to find out just how much we loved it. Yeah. Uh, So if you are new to our magical breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually grade to come to a final all-bros letter grade. Uh, The eight categories that we score are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then we give it our own personal grade at the very end. Um, Everything is out of 100 unless or except music and costumes, which is just a 1 out of 10 scale. Um, So, yeah. So if you've not seen Promising Young Woman,
1: definitely get go your check ass it out. and watch it or get yes. your ass to either stream it, rent it from Redbox or go out and buy it. Yes, it is fantastic film. Highly
0: recommend it. Um so without further ado, Rose is about to spoil the entire thing for you. So you've been warned and anything past this point is your fault. (laughs)
1: Yep. Alright, so... Cassie Thomas, a 30-year-old medical school dropout, lives with her parents and works at a coffee shop. Years earlier, her classmate, Al Monroe, raped her best friend and fellow classmate, Nina Fisher, leading to Nina's implied suicide. There was no investigation by the school or consequences from the legal system. Now, Cassie spends her nights feigning drunk drunkenness in clubs and bars allowing men to take her to their homes and revealing her sobriety when they try to take advantage of her cassie goes on a date with another former classmate ryan cooper who mentions al is getting married she begins a plan to exact revenge on al and others who were responsible for him getting away with the rape she meets another former classmate and friend madison madison mcphee who continues to deny nina was raped Cassie gets Madison drunk and hires a man to take Madison to a hotel room. With no memory of what happened, Madison leaves several distraught voicemails for Cassie, who does not answer them. Cassie next targets Elizabeth Walker, the medical school dean who dismissed Nina's case for lack of evidence. Cassie lures her teenage daughter Amber into her car by posing as a makeup artist for a popular band later she meets walker under the pretense of resuming her education and questions her about nina's case when walker explains away explains away her actions cassie tells her she dropped amber off at a dorm room with drunk male students a terrified walker apologizes for her inaction and cassie reveals amber is safe at a diner cassie forgets to meet ryan for a date disappointing him disappointing him. That night, Cassie again lures a man into taking her home. As they are walking out of the bar, they run into Ryan, who not knowing what's truly happening, is hurt. Cassie visits Jordan Green, Al's lawyer, who harassed Nina into dropping the charges. Green is remorseful on leave leave from practicing law after a nervous breakdown, and Cassie forgives him. After visiting Nina's mother, who urges her to move on, Cassie abandons her revenge plans. She also apologizes to to Ryan and they fall in love. Madison confronts Cassie outside her house, desperate to know what happened after their lunch. Cassie reassures her that nothing happened. Madison gives her an old phone containing a video of Nina's rape before warning her to never contact her again. Watching it, Cassie sees Ryan as a bystander. She confronts him and threatens to release the video unless he tells her where Al's bachelor party is being held. Ryan tells her and begs her for forgiveness, but Cassie refuses. Cassie arrives at Al's bachelor party, posing as a stripper. She drugs Al's friends and takes Al upstairs. She handcuffs him to a bed and eventually reveals her identity. As she starts carving Nina onto Al's abdomen, he breaks free and suffocates her with a pillow. The next morning, Al's best friend Joe helps him burn Cassie's body. Her parents file a missing persons report and the policemen begin to investigate. Ryan tells them Cassie was mentally disturbed and does not tell them she was going to the bachelor party. At Al's wedding, Ryan receives several scheduled texts from Cassie. Green is shown receiving a package from Cassie with the phone with the video of Nina's rape and instructions to follow if she does not return from the bachelor party. Gail, Cassie's manager and friend, finds a half-hearted shape half-heart shaped necklace with Cassie's name under the cash register. Cassie would under the cash register where Cassie was wearing the, her the matching half with Nina's name when she was killed. The police are shown discovering her burnt remains and the necklace and arrest Al for the murder during his wedding reception as Ryan receives a final text from Cassie signed with her and Nina's names.
0: <laughs> Dude, this movie was Epic!
1: It was oh, so good. There, there's a reason this movie won for Best Original Screenplay at the Oscars. This got jipped for Best Picture. It did, honestly. It really did.
0: Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen all of the other movies, or all the other nominations for Best Picture yet, but... Out of the two that we've seen between Nomadland and Promising Young Woman, this should have taken it by a long,
1: long margin. Oh yeah, definitely. And I actually really liked Nomadland, but I liked this movie a lot more.
0: Yeah. I mean, okay,
1: Caleb uh, liked Nomadland, I disliked it a little more. That sounded mean. Yeah,
0: I feel like critically i was a little bit harsher on nomad land and i was i i tried being tough on this movie too but yeah as, like the scores will show you can only be so tough on it at least f- from my perspective it's just everything was just so well done um but starting off in story we ended up giving this a 94.5
1: hell yeah
0: yeah it was just uh, just just barely shy of 95 and it is such a well put together story like it i love like how in this like as the movie progresses, they give you like little nuggets of information that you want to know and then answer it just a little ways down the road in such a a sneaky way. Not even sneaky, it's just a natural way. Yeah. Like it didn't feel like this movie had any exposition.
1: That's a very good point.
0: And I love that i absolutely love that it it treated me like an adult didn't like walk me through what the hell was happening but oh so good it's just like oh so like in the opening she is uh she takes out this little notebook that she has um adds a tally writes a name and then puts it back up you don't know what that's for until a few scenes later. Yes, when you see like her put, like do the tally, name and and everything, and she had a shit
1: ton of tallies. <laughs> Is it just me or after you know she dealt with the first guy, um, I thought this was turning into a she kills, um. These guys. Honestly, that's what I thought, too. <laughs> okay, because, yeah, there, there's, like, straight-up blood on her shirt as she's walking away from this guy's house. And I'm just like, okay, so it's turning into this. Okay. No, it wasn't blood. It I was mean, jelly. you know what? I Oh, that's what it was? Yeah,
0: like, you see her eating her, like, the donut? <gasps> oh, yeah, <laughs> duh.
1: Yeah, I forgot about that.
0: Uh yeah, I thought that too. I was just like, Oh my gosh, she freaking bushwhacked that dude. I and mean guy deserved it. Absolutely. Piece of shit. <laughs> but it's just it was so good. It's just so and even the the little things that weren't necessarily part of the story but just kind of like drove home the message. Um like when she's like, in that scene that we're talking about, she's walking down the street barefoot, and she's getting catcalled. Mm-hmm. And she gets pissed off and just, like, stares at the pe- the guys, and they're just
1: like, stop staring. Could and you take like, a joke? Well, can you just not be a freaking pig? And they're just like, F you. <laughs> like, she didn't say anything. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. It's this a, man, this th- I feel this movie just shows you how much our gender sucks. You know, there, there are some rare, you know, good ones out there. I promise Caleb and I are definitely two of them. But there are men that truly suck in this world. Yeah.
0: And I think what's tough,
1: <laughs> or
0: not tough, it's it, okay. Yeah, it is. It's a tough pill to swallow. I think we all know guys like the ones that we've seen (laughs) in this. Yeah, Yeah, we do. (laughs) I know damn well that I I work now with people that I wouldn't trust a drunk woman around.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry, man. That sucks.
0: No, it's... It's... It's rough knowing that this is a reality in the world. Yeah. And, like, just seeing this, it it didn't make me, it didn't give me the warm fuzzies, but I think that was intentional. Oh, yeah. No, I absolutely agree. It was. I think that there was a, a major statement on how the world is today when it do, does come to sexual assault reporting and, and all of that, there is something to be said about all of that in this film. Mm-hmm. All good messages. And I don't think, I mean, you could say that they were just kind of driving their point home a little too hard at times, but fair. it was just also in a realistic fashion. So it didn't feel like so heavy-handed all the time, there were just times where it felt a little heavier than others. No, no, I agree with that. Um, but yes, yeah, like I loved the story from beginning to end.
1: I did too. Um, my question is though, did you think that her and uh, I forget his name, Bo Burnham's character, were going to end up together? Did you see that twist coming? Oh my gosh. No,
0: I did not.
1: Yeah. I was like, "No, you piece of shit." Why? <laughs> yeah, but it's just
0: <sighs> his defense too uh, about it. Him saying like, "I didn't do anything." Like, "I didn't do this."
1: Yeah, exactly. It's just it... or we were we were younger. We were we were kids back then. It's yeah. like are you freaking with, kidding me, dude? With shit like that, though, there is no excuse. Yeah, de- absolutely.
0: Regardless of age. And yeah, once once that like I heard his voice, I was just like, oh no. And I can like you could see the devastation in her eyes. Oh yeah, like that. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that in a second but that is just a testament to how amazing of an actress Carey Mulligan is mhm but like i said we'll get into this we'll get or we'll get into it in a minute um but gosh she did so good and i love like the the lessons that she was trying to teach people and it what like so she had like this list of people that she felt contributed to um, was it Nina? Uh yes. To Nina's case and eventual suicide. I'm ass- we I'm assuming it's a suicide.
1: Yeah. So they never actually come out and say that she killed herself, but it is implied.
0: Yeah, it is heavily implied. Um. But. I I forgot what I was gonna say I appreciated that they didn't like I said like no exposition dumps on, on us it treated us like adults it did all of this and so um, or no no that was not what I was talking about what the <laughs> I was talking about the the people that just sh- uh, Cass- or Cassie felt, contributed to Nana's suicide. Oh, she yeah. gave everyone an opportunity to to see if they've grown, if they've learned. And most of them didn't.
1: Nope. Not one bit.
0: Yeah, so the first one that she she runs into uh Madison she, she learns that she just had twins and they go out to to dinner and she starts like asking these leading questions about like oh have your thoughts on what happened ch- changed like do you, who do you feel is in the wrong and they're just like oh we we're just stupid kids blah 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 like just giving bullshit excuses for something awful and, and Cassie freaking like gives it to her yeah and like gets her honestly i thought she did some sketchier shit than what she actually ended up doing i thought the same as well (laughs) they got um or she got madison like just completely trashed and then hired some dude to take her to a hotel room and basically make her think that shit went went on between them but it it d- didn't yeah <laughs> and that just made me very uneasy <laughs>
1: yeah same here buddy
0: this movie was accurately described as a comedic suspense film
1: oh, i don't know it's described like that
0: that's what it said on Voodoo. It said comedy slash suspense. And I'm like, nailed it.
1: <laughs> yeah, they, they honestly did.
0: Um, But yeah, so she gave... She, so it was kind of like that lesson that she taught. She went to... Who was it after? Was it the Dean after? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah so she went to the Dean and then made her think that her daughter was in trouble. Or in this situation, and dude, when she's just like, "Oh, she's in the exact same room that uh, Nina was in," I'm just like, like God "Shit, damn!" <laughs> yeah, I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, are you shitting me? Because the Dean, like, she's, like, admitted, like, the Dean didn't remember any of that stuff. Because she's like, oh, we get, like, one or two of those a week. I'm like, are you shitting me? Yeah. Like, what? (laughs) Like, it's shit like that makes me think I could not be in charge of people. (laughs) Yeah. I would be so quick to ruin someone's life. Which, I mean, might not be the worst thing. <laughs> but I also, I think that. I'd be just a little too quick.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, it, I don't know. Being in that, like, talking about, like, being in that kind of position is a completely different issue. But, oh my gosh. The way that she handled this. So, like, I think what you, you said in the... Uh, in the synopsis she just tricked the the teenager to go into her to go to a quote-unquote set and wait for her favorite band yeah it was like a diner down
1: the street or some shit like that
0: yeah and so it scared the ever-living bejesus out of the dean (laughs) and it's it's hard that like she makes like good points throughout all that she's just like oh it's different now that it's someone you love yeah and i'm like, like damn yeah like
1: you're not wrong <laughs> like
0: yeah that's the sad part about it too she's not <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, it's it's sad i wish the the world wasn't like this like I wish this was more fantasy than anything. This whole movie.
1: Yeah. It's really sad how true this shit is.
0: Yeah. But I think the the commentary that they had and the way that they told the story, it just... It's so good. It's so good. Um, eventually when they got to the lawyer, um, the one that was kind of like bullying her, or... That bullied Nina into dropping the the case. That I felt kind of took us for a turn as much
1: as it did, uh, Cassie. Yeah, no, I was not expecting that. Man, I can't believe that was a that was Alfred Molina, wasn't it? Yep, he looks yeah. good. He, t- <laughs>
0: yeah, he looks really good for Sage. Dude, I don't know what it what I saw him in, but I thought like in that movie he looked like shit. I'm like he does not look very good and in this he looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's that is completely besides the point. Um yeah, so he plays a lawyer and the lawyer is the only one that like remembers Nina and what he did and it actually feels like some level of remorse and it was just it took Cassie off guard because I, I doubt she was expecting that and the way that he he uh welcomed her into his home he's just like like she's just like oh I it was super easy to get your phone number or your address and he told him, he's just like, I I told the lady at the desk to just give it out to whoever came asking for it. And you could tell like all these little things just kind of were just like, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then like, okay, he like, he squishy. broke
0: down and he's just like, I am so sorry for what I did. And he's like, I was, we got bonuses. Like, he's not really making excuse. Just more explaining what his reasonings were for doing everything. Yeah. He wasn't saying, like, oh, I was, I did this horrible thing because of this or that. He's just, like, you have to, un- like, he's, like, you have to understand, I, like, I w- like money and this is, they were offering money for to for me to do these awful things to people, and at least to me, I mean, I'm I'm sure to someone you could definitely make the argument that it was just him making excuses, but it to me it felt very genuine, explaining where he he was coming from, his thought process, and. Like I said, expressing his his uh, sincerest apologies. about No, it. no, I absolutely agree, and pff, loved it. Absolutely loved it. And I want to know what the hell she was planning on making that guy do. <laughs> yeah, for real though. He gave up. Gave off some real hitman
1: vibes. Yeah. Dude, when I saw him, I thought like uh, I didn't know who he was at first. But yeah, when she walks up to him, she's he's just like, "So I do, do? I go in now?" And she's like, "No." I'm like, "Oh my god, what were you going to do to him, Cassie?" Jeez.
0: Well, you hurt like she's just like he asked her like, "Are you going to hurt me?" And she said, "I should."
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. But, but... I thought like she meant by herself, not that she hired a hitman yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I,
0: out of all of these um, these people, like, I appreciated that interaction the most because it, it, you could tell that she was a little pissed off at the situation. But I think she just wanted to hurt someone. Yeah. Like, I think that was just kind of the mind space she was in. But getting that sincere apology and all of that stuff from him, I think, and letting him express how he's changed over the past, what was it, seven years?
1: Yeah, that sounds
0: right. Yeah, like, seeing how she, expressing how he changed and, like, being understanding to that. I appreciated the hell out of that whole interaction. As did I. Because it shows she's not out to hurt people. She's out to make sure people have learned.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. She's,
0: it's more education <laughs> yeah. than, than, like, revenge. And when those the other three people were like, oh, we were just kids... Uh, coming up with an excuse for what they did, and not taking that personal responsibility for whatever action they may have played, That pissed her off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, and then the the final, the final shot or scenes, where she went to approached the guy that actually attacked her friend that i don't know if i saw that coming like her dying
1: i didn't either i was just like oh my god are they really actually going to kill her off i know right (laughs) holy shit that was wild I mean, kudos to the um, writers, because yeah, that definitely took me by surprise. I, I did not expect that.
0: Oh, that was so good. And I love that she had like that contingency plan, just in case it things like went sideways or didn't go her way, or like she said, like she doesn't come back. Yeah. Like, it was just so smart. And then what kind of set me off to, like, her... Well, actually, this was before. When he would... Wait, uh, what's her? what was her boyfriend's name? Uh, Ryan. Okay. When Ryan was talking to that detective, and the detective was saying, like, hey, did she have anything going on? Like this trauma like it seemed like she was unstable like would she want to hurt herself i'm like and he when he's saying like yeah like that could very well be a possibility i'm like did she get killed on purpose (laughs) because she had all of those things set in place if she did
1: yeah that's true
0: he's like so you gotta think did she go there with the intention of dying
1: she might have that's crazy to think about it
0: is crazy to think about like i gosh i want to know what would have happened had she not died
1: (laughs) yeah honestly it'd be entirely different ending
0: (laughs) would she have just like carved nina's name into that dude (laughs)
1: Can we get an alternate cut? Can we get an alternate ending? I know,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> but every every story that they told was just so well done. And it, it, the whole movie keeps you engaged the entire time. There are very, very few pacing issues that I've felt in there. I had none, honestly. Yeah, so, like we said, uh, story's pretty high, sitting at a 94.5. Um, moving on over to writing, uh, writing ended up scoring a 91. Not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. And honestly, the only reason it dropped down that much for me, <laughs> because, let's see, what did I end up giving it? Oh, I, I gave it a 90, you gave it a 92. Mm-hmm. The I think the only thing that dropped it for me a little bit was the, the opening, um, when she goes home with that one guy and he says like, "Oh, sorry about my friends, they're assholes." I'm like, yeah. the that's the only thing that I caught in the dialogue that I didn't like because she didn't interact with his friends.
1: <laughs> that's a good point. Literally, yeah, it's just them like talking about. Oh my gosh, she's totally or like she is so drunk, I don't know why she got that drunk, how is she gonna get home, just, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, I was it just, like, it went awesome. Oh, sorry, go. It was yeah. like, almost like they didn't mean to cut that, or put that in there.
1: Yeah, because, like, literally, she's kind of just, uh, like, pretending she's uh, drunk, sitting on a bench, and then they're, uh, like, far off in the background by the bar talking about this stuff. So, yeah, she never um, has any uh, interactions with his friends. Yeah.
0: So, it's just... Eh. Like, I, I, think, <laughs> I think all you would have had to do is just show an interaction
1: yeah, and then we would have been golden.
0: Yeah. So that was the only issue <laughs> that I had with writing.
1: Honestly, thinking about it, yeah, that's probably the only one I have too. Yeah, everything. The writing else was is just amazing. like a little
0: nitpicks. Just yeah, maybe some comments and just minor, minor ones. But overall, the writing was very strong.
1: Yes. Yeah. The whoever wrote all the dialogue for cassie like kudos to you because you did an amazing job like holy shit like ah i can't get over how amazing the writing is in this film yeah so good um
0: yeah that honestly that's all i really have to say about writing
1: yeah because no everything else is really really strong
0: yeah, so this was, like I said, it was supposed to be a comedic suspense film, and it hits both of those marks. Where things are funny, but then you're just like, oh. like, you, you don't, don't feel good about laughing. Ex- yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: So, yeah, so writing scored a 91. Uh, moving on over to acting, uh, we gave acting a 95
1: what did each of us give it? Uh,
0: oh, we both gave it 95.
1: Hell yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Rightfully so, because honestly, everyone is amazing in this movie. Um, yeah. The only one that I ended up
0: grading, because she was the sole focus of the movie, and I don't think very many people played as big of a role in this as she did. I only ended up grading Kerry Mulligan.
1: No, I did too. I mean, I grade a little bit for a Bo Burnham, um, just because uh, for what his role is, I feel he does a very, very good job. Um, I have never—I don't think I've ever seen him in an acting role. I've only seen him behind the camera. Yeah, because um, he directed, he wrote, and directed uh, Eighth Grade, um, and yeah he's, he's a good actor I really liked his performance um, but Carrie Mulligan is the sole purpose to watch this movie she is incredible she delivers with every com- like joke emotional scene just everything that she does in this movie is incredible and I'm amazed I don't think she was nominated for best actress at the Oscars but she should have been yeah she did a
0: really good job so good. Um so I mean technically I graded two people and it or two I used two in my math. I did Carrie Mulligan and then extras. Okay. Um but so that's I for my extras just covered literally everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But everyone else did a really good job. Yes, yes they did. Um Yeah. So it was hard, hard being harsh on this. <laughs> it was it was so so difficult. <laughs> um, I think I actually like the way that my math worked out. I gave Carrie Mulligan a hundred, and then I gave the extras a ninety. And just met right in the middle. Yeah, so I was just like whatever, like right <laughs> in the center. Which, it's so well-earned. Everyone did so good. They, like... They're occasionally, like... I'll have some acting issues. People like, oh, delivery or... um Yeah, like, my biggest issue is delivery. But I think everyone delivered their lines... Damn near to perfection. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um... Yeah, everyone felt, like, super good. So, acting, sitting in a, a solid 95. Uh, moving on over to character development. This one's sitting in a 90.5.
1: All right.
0: So, this one was a bit tougher for me to give so high. I actually... Who brought this one up? You actually were the one that brought this up. Um oh. you were sitting at a ninety five, I was sitting at an eighty six.
1: Oh damn, I didn't know it was that high.
0: <laughs> yeah, but ninety point five is I think was a really good good settling place.
1: No, I can absolutely agree with that.
0: Because I can definitely see like
1: you well, you liked her development more. Like, what did you like about it? Um, on a bit, biggest thing I liked uh, watching, I feel with her, um, was I'm trying to think. was the biggest thing that I liked about it? Um, it was kind of probably just like how, like you know, she takes this uh this journey with you know, like getting revenge on these people, showing to see, you know, like if they've learned their lesson. But then, you know, she talks to the actual mom of her friend, says, you know, like just give it up, Cassie. And then you see her kind of start to take a different character development role where she starts to fall in love. She's kind of pushing away from this whole, you know, revenge kind of scenario, but then something comes up and she's just back at it again and she goes full force into it. You
0: do absolutely freaking lootly. <laughs> the way that she did that like it's i think if you were to draw this out it is like a very plateaued until she meets ryan and then like starts to like sway a little bit but is kind of on an upward incline because she's opening herself up she's exper- like finally ready to experience love Trusting someone, all that. So she's moving at an upward trajectory, and then once she finds out that Ryan was a bystander and let all of that shit happen, which actually I'm not even. I I was going to defend, but like you can't, you can't. No, you really can't. You can't explain away like, oh, it wasn't me that did it. You might as well have. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Anyway. Um. But yeah, once she sees Ryan being the bystander that does nothing, it drops way down from where she was at the beginning, and then just keeps going more and more down until her eventual death, yep. which she was prepared to die. Yeah, and. That's that is also a little unsettling. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'll definitely agree
0: with you on that one. Yeah, she ah, so good, so freaking good. Um, <laughs> it was a really solid arc, and then like reverse arc once we once you get to that that point. Yeah. And watching how she grows through all this, and then seeing just the f- the fire that gets rekindled underneath her at the very end is just an incredible thing to watch. <laughs> so, Oh, so good. I- I'm very happy that or with the uh, the ninety point five. Uh, moving on over to effects, so there wasn't a whole lot of stunt work in it. There, the biggest st- stunt I would say was when she gets uh, suffocated. Yeah, that was
1: that was honestly really it.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I kind of counted cinematography in this, yeah. and there was a lot of good. Moments in this, like I felt, like just things that were shot.
1: No, I agree. Like honest, especially like the opening shot.
0: Yeah, the opening shot was like the was pretty
1: good. Like the whole at the dance club. The I mean, we'll get into this with the music, but the the song choice was very interesting. Um, But well, no, it wasn't interesting. No, it worked. Um, But yeah. Yeah,
0: I, um, the scenes that kind of stood out to me were a lot of the ones where she was, st- like, uh, okay, when she was in the middle of the road and that dude was honking at her and then she went and, like, bashed his car oh, with the tire yeah. iron and then she kind of walks and the dude hauls ass, takes off, and then she's standing in the road, but it's just, like, panning out from where she's at. Like I a thought that was just a, shot. such a good shot. And then when she has kind of decided to drop everything or to kind of move on and live her life with Ryan,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the scene where she's in the, the back room or getting something prepared. I don't know exactly where she was, but the way that it was like kind of set up like a picture it was just like the the blank white walls with like the the blue framing. Oh yes, it had like these blue corner pieces all like sitting in the in all the corners, duh, and then it had like a, a weird like a circle, um, wall decor mm-hmm. item like an old Victorian look, yeah, and I think that was. There was a lot of contrast to from that, like how that was shot, because she was like right in front of it. And it kind of looked like the old Victorian picture that we saw earlier, where it was like the same image, but just kind of like a white sculpted face looking off to the right. So I, I really enjoyed that. No, 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 that was a very good shot. Yeah. Kind of gave me. Oh, what movie am I thinking of? Kind of that the Grand Budapest Hotel movie. Is that I the, have never seen that, actually. Is that the the, the Big Ass Pink? Yes. Place? Yeah, kind of yes, like it's. that. Because from what I've... I haven't seen that movie either. But from what I've seen of it, it has a lot of those kinds of scenes where it's just like a stationary camera against a, with someone against a background. Oh, okay. Kind of like just how that whole thing was shot with Cassie and Ryan. Nice. Um, which I, I really liked. No, as did I. Um, but yeah, so I ended up giving this a little bit lower. We both did. So th- we said this was sitting at an 87. Um, oh, actually, you were lower than I was. So I ended up giving it an 89. You ended up giving it at 85. So, it was slightly above average.
1: Yeah. and Like I said, it had amazing shots, but... Yeah. Not... Didn't have a lot of effects, which is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing wrong with that at all.
0: Um, Alright, moving on over to music. We both gave
1: this a 9. Hell yeah, I'm so glad that we agreed on this. Because this soundtrack... I usually don't say this a lot, but this soundtrack is fire. Like, There's <laughs> yes, a reason I just you don't say that a lot. Because I know you're friends with me. <laughs> true. This is very true. Um, but oh my gosh, when, uh, they, as she's, um, it's like the, w- during the bar scene, wasn't the song girls just want to have fun. Yep. Yeah. Um, so kind of a slower one, paced version of that, but yeah, yeah that's. So that was awesome, but like what really got me hooked was when she's walking, um, when she's walking away from the dude's house, they're playing like a slowed down version of It's Raining Men, and like they're like showcasing all the credits and stuff. It's freaking awesome. The music in this movie is incredible. They did a really good job. Um,
0: I want to look up see who did the the soundtrack
1: for this because they need awards. Oh wait, no, it wasn't. Um, girls just want to have fun. It's uh, I was dreaming about boys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that oh,
0: amazing. Um, yeah, this, the soundtrack was,
1: was really, really good. Come on, Caleb, say it. You know, you want to say it. I'm not going to say it.
0: Uh, I, gosh, so good. Such a good soundtrack. Every, every song worked with the situation that, or oh, worked yeah. with what was going on. Absolutely. It was so good, so good. Like I, I. It's hard to explain, like a good soundtrack or what a good soundtrack does for this. It just enhances an already amazing film. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So. Uh, so like we said, uh, we're putting music at a nine. Uh, moving on over to costumes, I was a little, little harsher on this. <laughs> Oh goodness. I ended up giving this an eight and you ended okay. up giving this a nine.
1: Uh I'm trying to think why I gave it a nine. I mean honestly her whole outfit at the end was just like I don't know what's the word? Like that that wig just like was like, you know what? I appreciate what you're doing here. and. I don't really know how to explain it. I'm not explaining it that well. Um, but I really, really liked the costumes in this movie.
0: Yeah, the way that she... Changed up her outfit with each night that she went out. Like, they, the costume department did a pretty damn good job.
1: They did, absolutely.
0: And I loved the, uh, the little tips and tricks that they used to or that they use to kind of show what she was doing like watching the YouTube video on how to do her makeup in a different Bl- way
1: blowjob lips is that what yeah. you're talking about <laughs>
0: and then like the way she smears it yeah I'm like I, I can appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> but she... Costumes were were pretty good. Like, I think they were definitely above average. There wasn't just... Yeah, there wasn't one. anything except for the, uh, the nurse's outfit that, like, popped in my mind.
1: No, that's fair. I can definitely agree with that.
0: Yeah. Uh, so since we round down... Uh, costumes is sitting at an eight. Um, but we can move on to our personal score.
1: So, Rose, if you want to hit us with yours first. Hell yeah. So, I did not expect to love this movie as much as I did. I had such a good time with this movie, even though, like, it's a very, uh, difficult subject matter and they handle it very well. Um, uh, What's her name? Uh, Carrie. Oh, Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan. Amazing as Cassie. Wonderful performance. Um, Like I said, I really liked Bo Burnham as well as Ryan. Um, Just, just everything floats so well in this film, and I'm really glad that at least won one Oscar. Um, So I'm gonna go in 92. 92.
0: All right, I'm actually going to a little bit higher um, I'm actually sitting at a 94 like you said
1: Hell
0: yeah. uh, this I feel like this movie could have been a lot more just beating a dead horse it could have just gone on and on been a, an I hate men's speech like freaking Charlie's Angels was <laughs> yeah but we don't like to talk about that movie no but this i think this was just so elegantly done it was it had a very direct message um about what the world is like today for for like situations where they do have like sexual assault it's mm-hmm. always <sighs> It's it's a he said, she said situation always. And that's not how it should be. No, I, not at all. Like, I don't think. Yeah, it's just I don't I don't think this is how the world should be. And unfortunately, that that's how it is. Yeah. And there are things like watching this movie. kind of made me sick to my stomach a little bit because it made me realize that there are conversations I'm going to have to have with my daughter that I'm not necessarily going to need to have with my sons or son if I have one one day. And that like there's just so much more more issues that that are going to have to be dealt with and it's i can't just be like oh like you're ready you've grown up and i trust you to be out in the world i'm going to be until she is like married and settled and even then i probably won't be like fully at ease like i'm always <laughs> going to be worrying about her yeah and the so. situations that she's she's going to be in and whether or not i like i i don't trust men <laughs>
1: No, I mean, I'm still single, not even a father, and yeah, I don't trust men. They're pieces of shit. Yeah, they're <laughs> damn straight. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I... I'll, like, it, it invoked these these raw feelings in me, like, watching this, and I'm just like... I was getting upset, like, I found myself... like. Having these just like, just believe her or just like, just like, that's not how you should be looking at the world. Like, that's not like having those, those thoughts, those feelings. And it, I love when a movie can make me feel those. Yeah, no, same here. So I, I ended up giving the 94, uh, which averaging that out brings us to a 93. So the final all bros, or yeah, sorry, I don't, I don't know why I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> um, but that concludes this breakdown. Uh, so the final all bros letter score for promising young woman is an A minus.
1: Hell yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's so happy. It is sitting at a ninety point seven five. Oh, so it's like right on the money with an A minus. Oh yeah. Well deserved. Absolutely. Yeah. So well deserved. Um I think It so and what ultimately went up ended up killing this was the effects. And I think Maybe just a little bit more like cinematography tricks would have bumped this up for me a little bit more.
1: No, I can, I can definitely agree with that.
0: But I think everything else was just so well crafted. So, I think this movie is very, very deserving of its A-. Definitely. Which, comparing this to other A- movies that we have graded, puts it... Point five per cent above soul. Okay. Point Jesus one's close. Let's see. Point zero four. Yeah, point zero four per cent below tusk. Um, 1% below Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. 2% below both Pulp Fiction and Never Be Done. Wow. Okay. 2% below Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Fair enough. <laughs> as well as Avengers Infinity War. 0.3% higher than Coco. 0.1% okay. higher than Little Women.
1: Wow. Okay. 0.5% higher than
0: 1917. Uh, 2% lower than A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Okay. Two percent lower than Joker three oh. percent lower than room point f- Yeah, point five percent higher than us, one percent lower than how to train your dragon hidden world. Okay. And 3% below war of the planet of the apes. Not bad. You know what I need to do? Like instead yeah. of this, sell on some this. Um I should see like where it's between. Okay. Here, let me see something, if I can even do that. Actually, let me undo that. Sort. Nope, that didn't work. No, what the hell. Anyway, sorry. I was trying to figure out if I could find a way to... Like, now that we have so many movies... <laughs> Yeah. Um try and do like where it fits in that the ranking of that like those those scores.
1: Oh, okay. I got what you're saying here.
0: Yeah, so like say it like oh in the A minus movies it's number whatever out of whatever. Okay. And or maybe even saying like, oh, it's between this movie and this movie. Anyway. I'll figure out how to do that one day. Um, (laughs) But, unless you have anything else to add...
1: Uh, No, I got nothing.
0: I believe that concludes this week's episode. So, if you like this episode and want to hear more of our stuff, be sure to follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are... Pretty much anywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, RadioPublicRadio.com, Spotify, and more. You can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube. Um, you can also follow us on social media. We are on Facebook, Facebook.com slash TheAllBros, Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at TheAllBros. Uh, follow us, hit us up like in our DMs if you want to suggest an episode. Uh, want to answer our question of the week when we do post those <laughs> <laughs> or if you want to join us for an episode we would love to have anyone on uh, you can also find you can find links to everything that we do on our website which is tinyurl.com forward slash the all uh, you can also find a link to our email which is the all Bros channel at gmail.com and links to our merch store which is on tpublic I'm, I'm working on getting everything posted. <laughs> so it's just taking a lot longer than I was expecting it to. So bear with me. Um, but anyway, next week, uh, you guys can look forward to us breaking down The Mitchells vs. The Machines, the, a new uh, Netflix movie. And spoiler alert, it's a good movie. Go check it out. <laughs> um, but until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb,
1: and I'm Jonathan,
0: and we'll catch you guys next week. Deuces.
1: So long.
0: I'm sorry. I'm just not feeling it. I don't know why. Freaking cracky as all hell. <laughs>